I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. How impressed were you with Will Levis? Very. Extremely. I mean, the guy's bombing the ball and airing it out, and he made DeAndre Hopkins look like the dude he was in Houston five years ago. Um... The guy has physical skills. No one's disputed that. He can throw the ball 80 yards. That's never been a question. I, Atlanta's defense can have can have a good game. We saw what they did to, ten, with, to Tampa Bay the week before. They won an ugly game there. I mean, they're capable of having good showings defensively. They're probably a top 15 defense in the NFL, slightly above average. And he roasted them. He cooked them today. I did not expect that. They were talking about playing two quarterbacks in this game that they were they they did mix Willis in, but the way that they advertised it was we're going to use two guys in this game. That's not a ringing endorsement for Will Levis when that's the stated strategy of the organization. So, I don't know if they were, you know, underselling and over-delivering or what, but yeah, I did not watch every play of that game, but every time they showed a highlight and you see a guy step back and throw it 50 yards downfield and hit a dude in stride, uh, that gets your attention pretty fast. Well, so yeah, so like the first one was kind of underthrown. No one's there, blown coverage, Hopkins catches it. So I'm like, all right, you know, not giving him much. The second one, Hopkins makes the awesome catch on the crosser it's yeah. behind him, but he snags it, doesn't break stride, gets in. I'm like, all right, Hopkins helping the dude out. Then the third and the fourth one were great throws. I know, dude. <laughs> like, I so like I was like even kind of kind of faded him, kind of talking it down two touchdowns in. And then by the end, I was like, all right, well, I'm a jackass. Like play playmaker made plays man very impressive 
No idea how this guy was third on the depth chart behind Malik Willis for the first third of the season, but I hope he starts the rest of the way. And I hope we never see Malik Willis or Tannehill again. And you were on right when I declared that the Patriots took the mantle from the Titans as the least watchable team in the NFL. Dude, you put this guy back here. They're not even bottom five. They're straight up watchable. If Levis is a good quarterback, um, yeah, then the idea of him with Mike Vrabel, even though he's a defensive coach, uh, they become a real live team in the AFC moving forward. Uh, it's only one game I get that, but it was such a shocking performance that my mind is going to places like that already. I'm sure in Nashville, they're jumping to conclusions like that as well. Because the biggest thing with him is, you know, I hate to make this comparison, but there is some Josh Allen in there. He can make throws that you de- that you demand and ask out of like the top 1% of athletes. Like what makes an NFL quarterback? Can you get the ball from point A to point B? He can do that on like every, it's like reading defenses, and going to the right places with the ball, he needs to get that right. But the physical tools, Danny, we saw today, are through the roof. They might be better than anybody that was picked in that draft, to be honest with you, a quarterback. Does he yeah, throw well, a better I mean, I, ball I still, than Bryce still, Young? Still, yes, 100% well, he does. Okay. Yeah, Richardson, he doesn't. Richardson's a toolsy guy. Well, I'm just saying, I, I think Richardson also has a big arm, but is much faster. Yeah. Well, he's, he, he tested out as the greatest athlete ever. Yeah, at the position. Yeah. yeah. Um Dolphins and Patriots. Uh a 2000 yard season from Tyree Kill. I guess we should consider that now as a possibility. Well, he's officially on pace. Through eight through eight games, he's got more than 1000 yards. He's a he's officially on pace to do it in a 16 game season and obviously they play 17. So he's got he's got a real shot at breaking Megatron's record of 1964 and he's probably going to the hall of fame already, but you leave Kansas city and you leave Mahomes, and you get more productive and you break that record and you don't do it like straight up in garbage time. And you do it on a good team. You do it on a playoff team. You do it potentially on a division winning team. Uh, we talked offensive player of the year earlier. I mean, if he does it, he'll obviously win. Like if he if he sets that record, he'll obviously win. But this is this is the signature season of a signature career that Tyreek Hill is crafting eight games in. He's been unbelievable. I thought it was a really important game for them today. I really did. And Hill featured prominently in that. I thought given how they played against Philadelphia and what lies ahead, the trip to Germany to play the Chiefs, that they could have gotten tripped up here. You know, New England riding high after beating Buffalo. Mac Jones having one of his best games as a pro. There's always the scepter or the you know, the the glimmer of Belichick and what he's been able to do against Tyreek Hill in past matchups. And they got their 30 points. They kept New England at arm's length pretty much from the second quarter till the end of the game. I thought it was a very business-like when the whole thing Miami's been fighting all year is we know that they can beat the bad teams. 
It's a matter of can they beat the good teams? And they didn't answer that question today. But they avoided what a lot of teams have fallen victim of. The Cardinals beating the Cowboys and the Colts beating the Ravens. They didn't allow for that to happen in a game where they could have easily been looking ahead to next week, Danny. They're very fun to watch. Um, Saints and Colts. Saints put a big number on the board here. What's the best case scenario for the Saints season? Uh, win the NFC South and win a playoff game would be my answer there. I, I think that that's, I think that that's definitely in play. It's a three horse race. Tampa, uh, they are they are leaking oil. I mean, they have not looked good the last few games. And Atlanta, we saw Ritter leave the game. They said concussion. Others said it was performance related. He's not played well. Heineke got playing time today. I mean, they should be the favorites to win the division. And the odds are the odds are not posted right now for that division. Six of the eight divisions are up right now. The NFC South is not one of them. So I know that Seattle's leading the NFC West right now, but I'm still going to pick San Francisco to come back and win that division. So really, right now, with the the Saints are in this spot, just like last year with Tampa. Whoever's the runner-up in the NFC East, that's who the Saints are going to play at home in the first round of the. That's that's who the winner of the NFC South is going to play. Eagles, Cowboys, the loser of that NFC East race will probably make a trip to New Orleans in January. Right? And I mean, yeah. Listen, New. I mean, New Dallas, Orleans. Lost, Dallas New won Orleans. that game against Tampa last year, but I would. I, I would give New Orleans a much better chance of winning that game than what Tampa did as an eight and nine team against the Cowboys last year. Yeah, I mean New Orleans, they're just they're 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 tough to figure, man. Yeah, like, of course. Two two weeks ago they lose to Houston, lost to Jacksonville. Derek Carr is acting like a petulant child on the sidelines and basically yep. like ap- apologizing and being grilled for it uh all week. And then they come out and hang 38 on the board. And their defense is still good. Like, if no, listen, I know Indianapolis is not that impressive, but I don't know that they have that type of firepower in them consistently. But they, I don't know, there's what 31 24 against Jacksonville last week. It does seem like their ceiling is higher than the Falcons' ceiling or the Bucks' ceiling if they can put together that type of offensive performance. Because I don't, because Atlanta can't, and I still think Tampa is pretty limited. Even if Baker, for the most part, has been the best. Like before today, I would have said Baker's been the best quarterback in the division. Mm-hmm. But Derek Carr had a great game today. All right, last one, right? No, we, we got two, two more. We got all we right. Got, we, got, we got we got two more. I'll, I'll uh, ask you this. I'll, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, you, go ahead. Sorry. By the way, I'm just going to sneak this in. I think Justin Fields is going to be the. Falcons quarterback next year. I'm just want I want to just get that I out. I mean, there. everybody's linking him to him. I mean, Ryan Pace is there as the number two. He drafted him. He's from Atlanta. You're you're not the first one, buddy. But go ahead. Ravens Cardinals. Is Baltimore the best team in football? You're asking this question at the bottom of a rundown here. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, we're saving the yeah, best I mean, the, for yeah. almost last year. Okay, so they are number one in DVOA. Okay. Does it feel like that's right, basically? 
Because to me, Lamar is is still being let down by the dudes around him. Bateman had what might have been the best play of his career today on one of his catches, and he still only finished with 34 yards. He stinks. Uh, Andrews is awesome. Zay Flowers, they kept trying to get him the ball. He had less than 20 yards receiving. Like Gus Edwards was, had a big game. Right. They, they, they got everything done running the ball. They had some short fields. Dobbs threw terrible interceptions. Arizona somehow covered in that spot. Uh, I don't know if Baltimore can invest more like in skill position guys for Lamar, but I still think he's being let down. Like Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham is not enough, but their defense has been great, especially in the red zone. I think Lamar's been great. The balance in between run and pass has been great. I I definitely think this team can win the Super Bowl. I don't. I, I, I'm I not going to go as far as to say that because of everything you said leading up to that statement. I just, I don't think even though they've got former first round picks and, you know, for me, the Odell Beckham Jr. deal, as it turns out, I still think that that was an olive branch where they overpaid Beckham because they thought it would help placate the Lamar Jackson situation. Whether that was him coming back and playing on a franchise tag or helping, uh, you know, grease the skids for a long-term deal. I'm clearly the guy's not anywhere close to where he was before the knee injuries. They should have been more serious about getting a wide receiver in there. I mean, really look, they traded Marquise Brown and I know they got a, well, they got a first round pick back in that deal with Arizona. They could use a guy like him. Yes, they could. Could they get him back for cheaper in the next two days? He's in the last year of his contract. That would be interesting. If there was a reunion there, I mean, it's a new GM in Arizona, so he doesn't feel like he would be trading Brown for dimes on the dollar because he's not the guy who made that deal. But no, I this is Baltimore's reputation right now under with Jackson and Harbaugh, in my opinion, is that this is where they typically peak in a season, right around the midway point. So wake me up in January if Lamar Jackson's healthy and they've got 12 or 13 wins. I'll agree with you. But right now, I'll even put it this way. Who would I bet to have a deeper run, the Bengals or Ravens, out of that division? I'd 100% say Cincinnati.